Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. When life grows dark, remember this. You may worry and fear. You may even feel that God has forgotten you, but let me tell you what you need to know by heart. God will keep every promise he has made to you. He's ahead of you. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel, and this episode is number five in a series called What You Need to Know by Heart. I introduced this series in episode 20 of the podcast by sharing how sometimes my failure in this journey of faith is one of doubting God's promises and principles. But sometimes, well, it's just a matter of forgetting. In my humanity, I forget what calls me to remember. Have you ever memorized something without even trying? Maybe something like, everything's better with blue bonnet on it. (laughs) Or, hey, Mikey, he likes it. These are all lines from commercials I heard or watched as a teenager. I was never purposeful to memorize them, but somehow they stuck. For the last three episodes of the podcast, I have shared Moses' pep talk with the children of Israel before they entered the promised land. It's like he's giving the day before the Super Bowl team speech. You know, the the commercials are what we remember about the Super Bowl, right? But here Moses is delivering the team speech. He's called them to remember the pain of the past, the place of the past, God's power in bringing them out of Egypt, and his promise of protection. He emphasized that the Israelites had to remember that God is bigger than anything they have faced, are facing, or will face. I explain that if there's one thing we've got to remember in deep pain and in deep loss, it's that God is with us. And he will not leave us to die in the wilderness. He will see us through the wilderness. In the last episode, episode number 23, the Lord reminded us through his word that he has a purpose for the wilderness. And if you're struggling to understand why God is doing what he's doing in your life right now, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 23. So here we are at the end of Deuteronomy chapter 8. We have two verses left in this chapter as we go through Moses' pep talk. And if I started this episode by reading those last two verses of Deuteronomy 8, some of us would probably stop listening right now. Why? Well, they seem a little harsh, pretty direct, like I am on occasion. When I was a child, I learned the books of the Bible, and somewhere along the line, I learned that the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, are called the Pentateuch. And I understood that the book of Deuteronomy was the book of law. For multiple reasons, I was not a huge fan of legalities and restrictions, so I never dove into the book of Deuteronomy until I became an adult. That's when I learned that this book wasn't actually a book about law. What is it about? It's actually a book of memories. You know, at some point in our lives, most of us have something we hold on to for memory's sake. Am I right? Might be a video diary or a paper scrapbook. There are digital scrapbooks and many people write memoirs. I have a small cubed chest that has childhood and college memories in it. And every time I've moved, which hasn't been too many times really, 
that chest has moved with me. It's not something that I look at every day or go through every day, but I can't even think of throwing it out because it holds little pieces of life that I want to remember. As we've walked through several chapters in Deuteronomy in the last episodes of the podcast, we've read the same words over and over again. The words, remember, do not forget. Remember then, be careful not to forget. The book of Deuteronomy, as we've been learning through this series, is a book on remembrance. God is calling his people to intentionality. He longs for them to live life on purpose for a purpose. So we find Moses reminding the children of Israel of all that they've encountered in the wilderness season of their story and how God has cared for them in miraculous ways. But now we've reached Deuteronomy 8, 19 and 20, and this is what the scripture says. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so will you be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. Ouch! What happens if the children of Israel forget the miracles they've witnessed? What happens if they think they know more than God and decide to chase after the latest idol of their own choosing? Moses is telling them they will be destroyed. But why is he telling them this? It's not for kicks and giggles. He is warning them. Because they are about to face the enemy of the land dead on. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 9. Hear Israel, you are now about to cross the Jordan to go in and dispossess nations greater and stronger than you, with large cities that have walls up to the sky. The people are strong and tall, Anakites. You know about them and have heard it said, who can stand up against the Anakites? But be assured today that the Lord your God is the one who goes across ahead of you like a devouring fire. He will destroy them. He will subdue them before you. And you will drive them out and annihilate them quickly as the Lord has promised you. Can you imagine what they were thinking? Great, we didn't die in the wilderness, but only because the giants are going to be the ones to kill us. The Bible actually tells us what they are thinking. Who can stand up against these giants? Maybe today you're thinking that same thing right now, even as you're listening. You're thinking, but Rachel, you don't know what I'm going through. I actually made it through the wilderness of cancer, but I lost my job because I missed so many days of work. Or you could be like a friend of mine who lost her beautiful daughter to the same disease that took my tailor. Her wilderness has been so long And just as she thought she might be nearing the end of it, her husband was diagnosed with brain cancer. After over two decades of caring for her daughter, Betsy is now caring for her husband, who had a stroke post-surgery. He cannot walk, and he cannot see out of one eye, and needs total care. She is facing a giant of insurmountable proportions. I want to whisper to her and to you today, Be assured that the Lord your God is the one who goes ahead of you like a devouring fire. When life goes dark, remember this. You may worry and fear. You may even feel that God has forgotten you. But let me tell you what you need to know by heart. God will keep every promise he has made to you. He's ahead of you.
God has promised to never leave you. Hebrews 13, 5 says, God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. God has promised that nothing can separate you from his love. In Romans 8, 38 and 39, it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present or the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And just before those verses, Romans eight thirty seven, Paul says, We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That giant you're facing may seem too big for you, but it is not too big for your God. It's so easy to forget that God wants our obedience because he longs for us to experience the promised land. When we try to jump ahead of him, we miss out on seeing the work he's doing. When we get overwhelmed by the giants on the earth, we lose sight of eternity. There were many years where the suffering I watched my tailor go through was more than I could bear. I was so angry at God, and in conversation with him, I said, Lord, you don't know what it's like to watch your child suffer and die. And I very distinctly heard the Holy Spirit speak to my heart. Yes, I do. I watched my son suffer and die for you. You see, God was ahead of me. He paved the way for me to see Taylor again in heaven one day. The giant of death was not too big for him. He went ahead of me like a devouring fire, and I can be assured of his love. Deuteronomy 9 is a chapter of Moses reminding the Israelites that God will keep his promise to their ancestors. But in his reminders throughout this chapter, we are privy to see just how many times the children of Israel had to be prompted to move on. The word remember shows up again in chapter 9 verse 7. It says, remember this and never forget how you aroused the anger of the Lord your God in the wilderness. And then in verse 22, you also made the Lord angry at Tibera and Massa and Kibroth Hatava, and then again in Kadesh Barnea. So four times, just in those two verses, they made the Lord angry. Moses says that the children of Israel were rebellious against the Lord ever since he had known them. And then Moses went to intercede to God on their behalf. Listen to his prayer. Moses prayed for them. Sovereign Lord, do not destroy your people your own inheritance that you redeemed by your great power and brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Did you catch that? Moses is sort of turning the tables. He is asking God to remember. Why is this so pivotal? Because there is power in praying God's promises to him. Not because God doesn't know his own words. God knows his own promises. But it's a beautiful reminder that we as his children know his promises and that we are trusting him to keep his promises. This is the power in praying God's promises. When we find ourselves on the edge of the wilderness facing new giants, The best thing we can do is hit our knees as Moses did. It is in prayer that our hearts experience transformation. It's in prayer that we come to the realization of his presence and who he is. 
the God who always keeps his promises. I recently finished a book called Pray Big Things. In the introduction, Julia, the author, writes, This is a book for ordinary people about the experiences of one ordinary family who decided to start taking God at his word and seeing what would happen. She says, God gives us our dreams long before they come to fruition. And so I remind you, you can rest in the promises of God because he has crossed ahead of you. And that, my friends, is today's thread of hope. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. If you long to develop a close relationship with the Lord so that you can remember He keeps His promises, then 31 Days of Prayers for the Heart will meet you in your hardest moments to clear your head and calm your heart. This is the perfect time to spruce up your home and your soul. You'll find this resource at rachelwojo.com shop. And as always, you'll find tons of free resources at rachelwojo.com, including prayer journals, Bible reading plans, and more, especially for Easter. Go check out the Easter section in the Bible printables. And then today I mentioned the book, Pray Big Things by Julia Sadler. The subtitle of this book is The Surprising Life God Has for You When You're Bold Enough to Ask. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.